Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about a question that I see come up whenever we talk about peer space in the communities that I'm part of is insurance. Um, and yeah. I know that not every insurance is, is the same, but how are peer space explaining this to a, a host uh, when it comes to insurance and how it would or would not affect them? Sure. So uh, we built very early on, I want to say, uh, we debuted this in 2016, um, a custom built from the ground up insurance policy that we partnered with a very reputable global carrier on um, that was focused on peer space bookings and how uh, liability should work in the event of some, torp- some sort of loss by a third party brought against a host. Uh, that was the first thing that we wanted to to cover because while they're extremely rare, um, there is the risk of catastrophic loss that we want to make sure hosts feel peace of mind around the use uh, their space for any type of activity, let alone uh, you know, for peer space. So we built it for peer space hosts, um, and we've extended the same program to our spaces in Canada and in the UK. Um, and so in the UK, for example, uh, the coverage is up to one million pounds, um, Canada, one million Canadian dollars and, and so forth. Um, and it, it's meant to cover your peer space activities. Um, and what it is, is it's a general liability policy. It's supplemental to your primary coverage. So if you have a, uh, short-term rental, you should have this primary insurance, whether that's your homeowner's policy or short-term rental policy that you already have in place. This will come in and say, if there's exclusions uh, around your primary policy for whatever reason, or uh, if the primary line of coverage gets exhausted due to some kind of claim, your space is here, we got you for, for this. And so uh, it was really important to build that comprehensive coverage that um, will make us feel uh, the confidence in these kinds of transactions. Okay, so um, we've talked about like the benefits and, and you know, obviously the, the insurance was something that I've been asked a couple of times. And um, now that we're, we're, the company is growing, which is fantastic to see. Again, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Whenever, as soon as I heard about it on a clubhouse room, I reached out and I said I wanted to, to help in any way, shape or form to, 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 to spread it to, to the host because I think that this is a, a really cool way of bringing in extra income. Um, now that we're, we're moving out of U- USA, now we're moving out of Canada and we're coming over to the UK and, and Europe. Let's, let's talk about that because the majority of the hosts that tune into the podcast are in the UK and Europe. So how can somebody go about um, looking into peer space? The first question is, how much commission do you take per book? And I think that's going to be the first one that the people are going to be asking. How does the commission model work? So it's obviously it's free to list on PeerSpace, and anybody right now can go to PeerSpace by going to Boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y.co.uk forward slash peer, P-E-E-R. And I'll make sure that link gets in, in all the posts later on. But you go there and you set up a free list. And how does the commission work on that? Yeah, yeah. So, so as you mentioned, it is 100% free to list. It is our job as a platform to get you inquiries, uh, to get you booking requests. And then, of course, it's your job to convert them into bookings. When that happens, PeerSpace takes a 15% service fee of off the subtotal value of your rental. So let's say you've listed for £100 an hour. Um, PeerSpace will pay you out £85 an hour, and then the £15 per hour will be 
what peer space takes. There's also a small processing fee that we charge to support bookings and run credit cards on, on the guest side. So that's not necessarily a fee that um, the host has to think about. But yeah, that's the way it works. And uh, we do a lot of things for our hosts to drive the, the demand and the inquiries. We have a lot of you know secret tactics that um, we spend a lot of time and effort on, whether we're building them. Uh, on our engineering side, or uh, we're just investing a lot of, of dollars into advertising and brand building. Um, and so that's how we, we earn that, that commission. Um, it's not the type of platform where we set you live and we do nothing to drive to demand your space. Every day we're thinking about how we're going to you know capitalize essentially on the effort spent on having you sign up and having you list your uh, your photos. We're, we're in this together in that sense. And what I love about uh, PeerSpace and obviously with the UK team, and I've been chatting to Emily and whatnot, that it's very much in the infancy. So when you do register your business, and if you're one of the early adopters, you're going to get looked after. You're going to get a bit of helping hand in how to submit your listing, how to create your listing, and how to get it live. Because obviously right now with PeerSpace, every listing that goes live, you want it to be top notch because it's you know it's, it's, the, it's the first out in, in the UK. Just imagine when Airbnb first went live and they wanted to help you. Um, they used to send around professional photographers. They used to uh, help you with the listing. This is because it's in the embassy. You're getting that f- first sort of treatment. So early adopters will will benefit.